Well, I've got a good one for you today. My name is Pandy, and you're listening to The Human Resource. You know, I talk to so many HR people, and many times they'll say, oh, well, you know, those big companies, they've got it all figured out. Big HR departments, they've, they've got all the, the systems in place, all the processes, and I'm just a one-man show, or, or we're just a small organization. But let me tell you something. Those big organizations are making mistakes. They're making them every single day. I'm sitting here looking at uh, an, an announcement from the EEOC where Chipotle just agreed to pay $400,000 to settle a sexual harassment lawsuit. Yeah, one of their supervisors was sexually harassing the employees ranging from 17 to 24 years of age. The uh, harassment included the manager sexually assaulting the underaged employee and touching another worker's buttocks. He also made unwelcoming sexual comments and requests for sex and isolated employees by trapping them in the restaurant's walk-in refrigerator, not permitting them to exit, leaving them feeling as if they were not safe. Chipotle. This one gets better. This one is an active claim against Walmart where they are being filed on a disability discrimination case on an individual who was refused accommodations, though for three years she had been accommodated for her hearing, speech, and cognitive disabilities. Walmart ended up firing her because of poor performance, and yet they took the accommodations away from her when new management came into the store. Look, these two organizations should know better. They should have known better on both. We don't know how Walmart's going to turn out, but Chipotle's $400,000 in the hole on this one. And, and I guess what I'm trying to get at is, my, I always go to these organizations and think, well, I wonder if they're going to have one of those meetings where they all sit down and go, how'd we get here? Why am I writing a check for $400,000? Now, I've been doing this for over 40 years. I'm an old shoe. But a very, very long time ago, I would say um, maybe not quite 20 years ago, an attorney who, who's uh, now a judge came to me one day and he said, hey, Pandy, one of the best pieces of advice I can give you is to always ask the question, what should have happened? And that's where I want to go with today's podcast. How many of you are taking situations and backing up and going, wow, what should have happened here? And over the years, I have expounded upon this when I'm working with clients, and I, I've added a few other questions. So I want to kind of go over those and see if they will help you in any way possible. Work with your teams and your management when even the simplest things happen. Help them think things through. Remember, we want to be proactive. We don't want to be, keep being reactive. What's the definition of chaos? So here's, here's my advice to you. When things happen... We obviously can just look at ourselves and go, okay, 
what just happened here? And we can review, well, this detail, this detail, this detail. But how do you go from there to actually making sure that it doesn't happen again? And the best thing to do is take that first question that the judge gave me. Ask yourself, well, we know what happened, but what really should have happened? If we just fired somebody, are we actually backing up and looking at ourselves or maybe looking at that supervisor and saying, hey, what should have happened? What, what, what should have happened? What should have taken place so that we never had to terminate that individual? Did we actually do everything we should have done? And that comes to my third question. Are you talking to your team about what could have happened if we fired this individual and we should not have fired that person? What steps could we have taken to make sure that, that we never had the result that we did? Should we have trained more? Should we have communicated more? Should we have listened more? Should we have made an accommodation? Should we have moved that individual? Should we have terminated them within the introductory period? It wasn't a good fit to begin with. Are you asking those questions? Are you pulling everybody in and saying, look, we can't do this again. We shouldn't have to do this again. I had an individual the other day who was telling me about a termination of an employee. And I listened and I, you know, she seemed very sincere in what she was saying and what she was trying to, to get across. But I instantly looked at her and said, so what are we going to do next time? And she looked at me kind of funny. I said, no, I'm serious. What did you learn from this that you're either going to do or not do? in the interviewing process next time. What questions did you not ask? And she, I mean, I think she assumed, well, I'm going to do this. But how are you going to make sure that happens? The reason I'm pushing you on this is the question of what could have happened is important. Because when we're talking about safety issues, when we're talking about um, communication of expectations, sometimes the what could happen may not be positive. It may be exactly where we don't want to go. If someone isn't taught the safety, oh, let, let, let me give you a good example on this one. I went through a workroom the other day. Tools and, and materials all over the entire entire room and I looked over and I'm not an OSHA specialist. I've never ever professed to be an OSHA specialist. But it doesn't take a specialist to realize that saws, whether they're, you know, spinning this way or whether they're going this way. I mean, saws need to have guards. Saws are meant to have protection in place. Some saws, if the guards are not in place, will not operate. And some operators are smart enough to know that. So they, if it's inconvenient for them, they'll take the guards off and they'll jimmy rig it so that 
it does operate. And my question to him was, well, wait a minute. What if something happens? And he looked at me and he goes, ah, I've been running this thing for, you know, 20 years. Nothing's going to happen. I know what I'm doing. But that doesn't answer my question of, well, what, what's going to happen if you get hurt? And you see, he doesn't have an answer for that. Because that answer, there is no answer that's a positive one. It's a negative one. He's going to get hurt. He may never be able to work again. The company gets sued or the company's going to get fined. And that's not where you want to be. So walking in there and realizing the guards aren't there, all right, we realize the guards aren't there. What should happen? We need to put the guards back. What happens? What could happen if we don't? Well, we just answered that. So all that leads me to my next question. So what is going to happen? At this point, it's up to the company. Is the company going to insist that he put guards on those saws? Or is the company going to allow the what if and just hope that he doesn't get hurt? How many of you can take that risk? How many of you can let something happen like a termination that shouldn't have happened? Maybe it's bullying. Maybe you've got somebody who's bullying in your workplace. Okay, so what's happening? You know there's bullying. Well, what should happen? He should stop or she should stop the bullying. What could happen if he stops? Great. The environment's back where it needs to be. What if he doesn't stop the bullying? We could lose employees. We could get a lawsuit because someone <laughs> contacts the right people. Somebody could seriously get hurt. Somebody could have some mental stress. Our productivity is going to go down. Our milestones aren't going to get hit. The list goes on and on and on and on. And those aren't good things. So we go back to our fourth question. We have bullying in the workplace. So what is going to happen? What are we going to do? Look, that judge had no idea when he was giving me that advice some 19, 20 years ago that I was going to literally take that and pass it as much as I possibly could to the people that I work with and use it in every possible way. But that's basically what I want to do here. I want to pass this to you and ask you to take that challenge. Take the advice of the judge. Ask those four questions. What just happened? What should have happened? What could happen? And what will happen now? What are we going to do with this information? Guys, it doesn't take long to go through that process. And I can assure you that by doing that, you'll be communicating the risks, the liabilities, and also the possible solutions and the prevention, the proactive prevention of whatever situation you're reviewing. I hope that helped. My name is Pandy. 
and you've been listening to the Human Resource 